Radio MD. RadioMD.com. This is Melanie Cole's Health Radio. Well, it's swimsuit season again, and, you know, you always sort of want to shed some of the winter weight before hitting the beach or the pool, and zoning in on those areas that you feel need the most help can be a little bit daunting. My guest today is Dr. Taz Batia. She's board-certified physician specializing in integrative and emergency medicine, pediatrics, and prevention. Welcome to the show, Dr. Taz. So let's talk about zoning on your problem areas, because as a trainer for 30 years, I've always told people you cannot spot reduce and you can spot train, but not necessarily spot reduce. So what do you think about that? So, I mean, I do think that's partly true, but what um, you can learn is how your body works and the chemistry of your body by the areas in which you accumulate fat. So while ultimately losing fat from any area is about, you know, the overall balance of the body and just focusing on one particular area is not going to necessarily make a difference, but, you know, your body does tell a story, and that story when it comes to weight and when it comes to fat is very much, you know, kind of connected to where you're storing that weight and also where that weight changes on you. I think that's important as well. So as women, we store our body fat in our belly, hopefully not if you're, you know, like an apple shape or in your thighs, if you're a pear shaped person. So what do you tell people about women? And and as we age and go into perimenopause and such, that Mm -hmm. shifts. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's really important to understand that for women who start out as an apple where they're gaining a lot of weight or holding weight in their bellies, you know, you got to think of the fact that it's probably due to two reasons. The first reason being that you're somebody either through genetics or your diet or your lifestyle, you have a tendency to hold on to insulin, meaning you store fat, like a little bit of carbohydrates and a little bit of sugar, you end up storing fat, whereas your buddy or your best friend may not do that at all and can eat double the amount of carbs for you, but that's just sort of the way you're made. And so your weight is a sign of insulin resistance when it's in the belly. When it comes to the lower half of the body, and if you're holding more fat kind of through the hips and thighs, typically those women have more issues with regulation of estrogen levels. When they're younger, they will often be higher in estrogen or end up storing estrogen. And as they kind of get older and go into like the 40s and 50s, and they typically are the women that have a lot of trouble with their thyroid. So, again, your body tells a story, and if you're trying to fix your fat, you kind of have to understand where you're holding on to that weight and what and what that weight means. And then, again, you know, as women, we shift so much, like we shift every 10 years or so. Understanding where those shifts are happening with weight tells you a lot about how your hormones are shifting as well. So then what? how can we, once we've understood if, if we're somebody who carries it in our belly or our thighs, what do we do with that information? Well, I think the number one thing to do is if you understand that you're holding weight, you know, and, you know, on my website there's a ton of information about and kind of an infographic about where you're holding weight and some of the things you may want to test or get checked out. But, for example, if you know you're holding weight in your belly, you know you have an, an issue with insulin. So the first place to begin, and I think where many people get frustrated, first place to begin is with food. And you really want to make sure you're getting the right amount of protein, the right amount of carbohydrates, you know, you're very low in sugar, you're not eating late into the night, even if your total calorie count is low. Those are things that really affect insulin regulation along with sleep. If you're storing weight, you realize, in the lower half of your body, in that case, you want to do things that help to naturally balance both estrogen levels and thyroid hormone, and some of that is getting the right foods. So the thyroid needs a lot of iron-rich foods. It needs foods that are high in iodine. It needs protein. And estrogen, on the other hand, 
needs more of the cruciferous vegetables that help you to metabolize and kind of break the estrogen down nicely. So trying to get about six servings of those in in any given week is really helpful. And then after that, you know, once you feel like you've tackled the food component, all women, I say this over and over again, we really need to get our hormones checked. You need to get them checked at least once a year, ideally even every six months, because we change all the time. We change in terms of, you know, kind of are we pregnant, are we not pregnant, are we perimenopausal, are we menopausal, we're all over the place. And you really don't understand what's normal for you until you track that data and you really get a sense of where these hormones are. So it's important to check them. And I think the frustrating part for many people is they don't know what to get checked. So they'll go into the doctor's office and they're told everything is fine. But I would encourage women to advocate for themselves. Say, I want all my insulin markers checked. I want all my thyroid panels checked. You know, I want estrogen checked, you know, no matter where I am. And really advocate for that information so it helps you to match it to what you're seeing in your body. So then once you've done all of that, where does, where does exercise come in to help with those areas then? Yeah, I mean, exercise is an important piece of the puzzle, and it plays a role in a couple of different ways. Number one, exercise improves insulin resistance. We know that, you know, doing cardio for at least 20 to 30 minutes a day where you change your heart rate or you double your heart rate, that improves insulin resistance. We know that weight training, for example, improves insulin resistance. Exercise also helps with estrogen. You know, the more fat you have on the body in totality, the more estrogen you're going to store in the peripheral tissues and messing up that whole theory of estrogen dominance. So, you know, any type of weight training will also help to kind of tone the body up but also help with um, metabolizing estrogen a little bit better. So that's where exercise fits in. But exercise, you know, fits in into lowering your total body fat, improving insulin resistance, helping with estrogen breakdown, But unfortunately, what a lot of women think is that exercise is the complete answer, and it's really not. It's this combination of eating for your type, eating for your hormones, matching your lifestyle to that as well, and then also including exercise. So if you're eating for your type and and for the people that are apple-shaped and maybe have been, do you want them to really watch their sugars and watch their, I mean, are they going to be more susceptible to having issues with, as you said, insulin resistance? Yes. Definitely. I mean, I think it's really, really frustrating for those types, but what they don't understand is that they are highly intolerant to carbohydrates, to sugar, to alcohol, you know, and in extreme place, in very extreme cases, even to high sugar fruits and vegetables. They're just highly intolerant to it. It really, you know, spikes their blood sugar, brings it crashing back down, makes insulin kind of secrete and then store more fat. So, yes, that's how they need to eat. So they have to really be conscious of a higher protein load, a lower carbon sugar load, eating at regular intervals, and not eating really late. Yeah, so pasta, breads, things like that are out. Correct. But all the vegetables, even though they have carbohydrates in them, I mean, vegetables are okay no matter what kind of diet you're on. I mean, vegetables are great, and the reason why is that vegetables have their carbs, but they have fiber, right? So they slow down the release of insulin from the digestive system. They slow the whole process of digestion down so that, you know, again, you don't have these high spikes, low spikes that you get with some of the carbohydrate and sugar-rich foods. And so do you advocate or advise women in with thigh issues and then they're trying to get it off of their tuchus and that's too hard for that, and these higher-protein-type diets or Mediterranean diet looking? I mean, if they're going to be doing these kinds of things, is that going to help sort of with quotes around to target that area? Yeah, I would say a Mediterranean diet is probably one of the best diets for women 
that hold a lot of weight in their lower half because, again, it's a diet that focuses on balance and it focuses on a lot of healthy fats, which are important for hormone regulation, and it really starts to lower things that affect the thyroid, like gluten and dairy and things like that. So a Mediterranean anti-inflammatory diet, I think, would be ideal for someone with lower body weight while a very high-protein, low-carb diet, not quite, you know, not quite to the extent of Atkins, but something, you know, maybe in the in the vein of paleo with a few modi- modifications is better for the digestive or for the apple type that whole weight in their belly. So in the last 30 seconds, best advice and yeah. where they can find out more about you. Well, you can hit my website. It's drtaz.com, and we have a lot of great tips and tricks and things like that covering everything from weight to women's health to the health of their kids. And your best advice for women trying to get some of this weight off. My best advice for women is understand your body. Understand where, you know, you're holding weight and really pay attention to your food because food is medicine. And that should be where a lot of energy goes. Exercise comes next and probably sleep third. There you go. That is great. The top three, sleep, food, and exercise. Certainly the way to get in shape, to feel better, to clear up your skin and get some of that weight off that you might have put on over the winter time. It's bathing suit season again, so it's time to start really concentrating on those goals. This is Melanie Cole. If you missed any of the great information, you can listen anytime on demand or on the go at RadioMD.com. Thanks for listening. Stay well.